morning, everybody. Go ahead and have, have a seat. My name is Dan, and I'm on staff here at Element 3. This is, this is a little different for me. It's a little different for me, because usually at, at this point in the gathering, I'm, I'm taking all of my awesome junior high students to E3 Kids so, so we can hang out. Hey, guys. What's going on? Uh, but instead, they're staying here, and I'm staying here uh, to kind of experience communi uh, communion as uh, a community. Um, I hope you guys had a really good Independence Day. Uh, I know I did. I got some good sleeps. I got some good fireworks. It was, it was all good. It was all good. Um, it, was, it was funny, though. I, I, I'm, I'm a really geeky guy, and uh, uh, you sound shocked. Uh, <laughs> but I had this, this really, really cheesy Stephen Curtis Chapman song stuck in my head all day yesterday. And it was, this is my declaration of dependence. And it was really, really stupid. But I just kept thinking that because, like, Independence Day, but, but depend, I don't know, whatever. Um, it doesn't matter. <laughs> what does matter, what does matter uh, is, is today. What matters is, is right now. And uh, I hope you guys have really been enjoying Together We Can, the, the series that we've been going through as a community, uh, talking about what it means to be a community and, and what, what, what that word means even. And, and we've talked about how community has honesty, has participation, it has blessing, a community has, has conflict, and a community has forgiveness. And, and I, really, I really enjoy words. I, I like kind of dissecting words. I like language. Language is a, is a fun thing to me. And, and so being here today and, and kind of framing the communion experience, it, it, it struck me, it, it was kind of obvious, maybe, maybe you caught it too, uh, that communion and community are such similar words. And, and so I looked up the, on, on the internet, because that's where you go for all of your authoritative information, uh, the definition of of commune or, or commune, kind of the, the, the thread that, that is similar in, in both communion and community. And, uh, and so I got, I got a couple things here. Uh, as a verb, to commune, it means to converse or talk together, usually with profound intensity, intimacy, etc. cetera. Uh, also as a verb, to be in intimate communication or rapport. And then as a noun, maybe uh, one of the ways that, that we're most familiar with the word commune, uh, it's a small group of persons living together, sharing possessions, work, income, etc., and often pursuing unconventional lifestyles. Uh, and, and that word kind of has a connotation, the word commune, it's a noun, has a connotation of, you know, like half-naked hippies growing their own food and living together or whatever. But, but there's, there's an element of, of that in us. There's an element of that uh, in, in Acts 2 of, of a community of believers that, that are sharing, uh, sharing an experience, sharing their resources, and, 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 and sharing time together like we do here on Sundays. So community is, is something that it's, it's hard sometimes. And, and that's, why, that's why we're teaching about it. That's why that's... That's the, the reason behind Together We Can. Because there's a need for instruction in how to do community. Being, being in, in community, doing life together is, is hard. You, you have to put others first before yourself. You have to share and you have to care about people and you have to give. You could use that stuff yourself. <laughs> hard. It's, it's, not, it's not something that comes naturally to us. The culture that, that we live in here in, in America is very individualistic. Take care of number one. So we're fighting against culture. When, it's, when, we're, when we live as individuals, it's, it's easier to keep our sins a secret. It's easier to avoid 
conflict and not just not have to deal with all the messy things. So it's easier to be an individual, and, and that's, that's why we need instruction, because together we can. We can be healthy. We can support each other. We can give extravagantly. Together we can be the church. Together we can see God. And that's, that's why it's so important for us today. But we're, we're not the only people that, that it was important for. Actually, it's, it's in the Bible, if you believe it or not. Uh, I, I, I want to read out of 1 Corinthians and, and kind of talk about it a little bit. I don't have the scripture on the screens because I forgot about it. Um, <laughs> but there are Bibles on your table. Feel free to open them and engage with us. Uh, I'm going to go uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Um, it's page 690 if you're using the, the table Bible. Um, this is, this is a, a passage that is very often quoted and, and, and talked about during communion, but, but there's a really interesting context to, to Paul's instruction about the Lord's Supper uh, that, that we'll see here. And it's, it's kind of a big, a big passage, but you know, we, we love reading, and so we'll, we'll be good. First uh, Corinthians chapter 11, we're going to start at verse 17 and go all the way to the end of the chapter. But in the following instructions, I cannot praise you. For it sounds as if more harm than good is done when you meet together. First, I hear that there are divisions among you when you meet as a church, and to some extent I believe it. But of course, there must be divisions among you so that you who have God's approval will be recognized. That's sarcasm. Really, really thick sarcasm. I hope you catch that. Uh, When you meet together, you're not really interested in the Lord's Supper. For some of you hurry to eat your own meal without sharing with others. As a result, some go hungry while others get drunk. What? Don't you have your own homes for eating and drinking? Or do you really want to disgrace God's church and shame the poor? What am I supposed to say? Do you want me to praise you? Well, I certainly will not praise you for this. For I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. On the night when he was betrayed, The Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this to remember me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. So anyone who eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord unworthily is guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. That is why you should examine yourself before eating the bread and drinking the cup. For if you eat the bread and drink the cup without honoring the body of Christ, you are eating and drinking God's judgment upon yourself. That is why many of you are weak and sick and some have even died. But if we examine ourselves, we will not be judged by God in this way. Yet when we are judged by the Lord, we're being disciplined so that we will not be condemned along with the world. My dear brothers and sisters, when you gather for the Lord's Supper, wait for each other. If you are really hungry, eat at home so you won't bring judgment upon yourselves when you meet together. I'll give you instructions about the other matters after I arrive. So this is the instruction that Paul gives to the church in Corinth. And and it's a little bit different. They weren't just having a little piece of cracker and, and grape juice. Uh, they were feasting and getting drunk because the Lord's Supper was part of 
a larger feast that they would share as a community. And the, the more wealthy in the community, you know, maybe didn't have to work as late that day. Maybe they didn't work at all. And they could just live off of their wealth. And so they would, they would arrive at this place early. They would, they would have the feast set up already and, and they would be there just waiting for other people. And as the waiting kind of would go on, you know, maybe they'd start picking at you know, whatever they have. Maybe they'd start drinking a little bit, get a little thirsty. While the people who were poorer in the community, who had to work longer hours or beg in the streets for money, they would come later and they would find that all of the people who, who didn't have to work as late as them had already eaten everything. They didn't get to share in the Lord's Supper together as a community. They didn't get to commune with God as a community. And that's what Paul is, is, is warning against here. And, and the last sentence of that chapter is, 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 is really telling. I'll give you instructions about the other matters after I arrive. There's other stuff that's wrong in Corinth. There's, there's things that need some adjusting. But what needs to be adjusted about communion couldn't wait. It couldn't wait for Paul to show up and correct them. It needed to be done now. So what we have is, is, is this. We, we have... We have unleavened bread, we have matzah, and we have grape juice. And this is about being a community of believers. This is about having an intimate dialogue, a rapport with one another. This is, this is about having a, a profound intensity in our community of love for each other, of sharing with one another, of giving for one another. Jesus didn't institute the Lord's Supper by himself. He didn't do it with just one other person. He instituted the, the sacrament of communion with other people, with his 12 disciples, even Judas. Community is important. This is an us thing. You are responsible as an individual to how you respond to God's grace. You are responsible as an individual how you respond to the Holy Spirit's leading you. But there is an essence of the Holy Spirit when we meet together. There's, a, there's your spirit inside you, but there's the spirit of our community. And that's, that's something we share. That's something that's, that we can't quench, that we shouldn't quench at least. This is about us and Jesus. We're the body of Christ. This is about us and Jesus. So we're going to do something a little bit different. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> Normally what we do, we, we take very serious Paul's, Paul's command that we examine ourselves. That's really, really serious. We don't, we as element three, we don't rush communion. We don't want to have any part in, 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 in people not having an opportunity to examine themselves, make their hearts right, make sure that we're remembering the Lord's death when we do this. So as a part of, you know, so normally when we do that, you know, we, we play worship music and just whenever you're ready, you come up and take communion as an individual. But, but I want to do this a little bit differently since we're talking about together we can and we're talking about community and, and what that means, uh, I, I want you to do this. We're gonna, the worship team is going to play a few songs and use that time to examine yourself. Use that time to make sure that, that your heart is remembering Christ. And, and after, after a few songs or so, I'll come back. And, and during, during, sorry, during that, that time, when, when you feel prepared to take communion, come up and, and get you're at your cup and, and you're part of your cracker, and, and, but just hold on to it. And after a couple songs, I'll come back up and all of us together will take communion. And we'll have our communion with God where we as an individual remember him 
remember the sacrifice that he made for us, proclaim his death until he arrives again. But we'll have community that we're eating from, from the same package of bread, that we're eating, that we're drinking from the same bottle of grape juice, and that we're doing it together. Because together, together we can experience God. Together we can remember God. Together we can honor God and glorify him and worship him as a community. They're going to start playing. Examine yourselves. Make your hearts right. It, it, it doesn't take much. It takes sincerity and, and a cry out to God and you'll be okay. <laughs> but use this time. Don't, don't neglect the opportunity you have to make yourselves right and, and to, to make sure that you're remembering Jesus. And then I'll come back up uh, after, after everyone gets their stuff and, and we'll take communion together.